This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Squeeze Kids! It's your daily news fix. Fun, free, fresh. Hello and welcome to Squeeze Kids Today, your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. I'm Bryce Corbett. It's Wednesday, July 28 in Squeeze Kids Today. Back to school for Victoria and South Oz. Iraq's mind-sniffing dogs. The man who ran on water and the world's most expensive fries. That's what's making news kids style. The Lowdown. And it's back to school today for kids in Victoria and South Australia after it was announced yesterday the lockdowns in both states would lift today and many restrictions would be eased. That sound you hear? Parents in those states crying tears of relief. The lifting of the lockdown came as both states' leaders decided enough had been done by everyone to stop the spread of coronavirus in the community. So, well done you. Folks in Victoria will still have to wear masks everywhere, inside and outside, for a little while longer yet. And South Australian kids, you'll struggle to see if your teacher is smiling or frowning today, as all teachers there are required to wear masks at school. But... Count yourselves lucky that you're able to get back to class at all and see your friends. There was welcome news too in parts of regional New South Wales, including Orange and Molong, who announced that they too were lifting restrictions. But it wasn't all good news, unfortunately. News of the lockdown's lifting came as Sydney recorded its highest number of new COVID cases and kids in Greater Sydney, along with their long-suffering parents, steeled themselves to be in lockdown for a good while yet. We've got your back, Sydney Squiz Kids. Hang in there. And it wouldn't be an edition of Squiz Kids if we didn't give you a gold medal update. Queensland's Kayleigh McEwen became our newest golden girl yesterday, storming to victory in the 100-metre backstroke event. The 20-year-old edged out swimmers from Canada and the United States to finish her swim in a lightning-fast 57.47 seconds, setting a new Olympic record in the process. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie! Spin the globe. Each day we give the world globe a spin and find a new story from wherever it stops. And today we've landed in New York City, in the United States, where the world's most expensive fries have just gone on sale. We're talking French fries, people, and we're talking $271 a serve. Now, why in the world would a serve of fries cost so much money? Because these ones are made from special potatoes, parboiled in champagne, what else, fried in goose fat, twice, then coated with truffle oil, which is the oil of a really expensive mushroom that grows underground, ew, and wait for it, sprinkled with gold dust. Actual gold dust. But what would you possibly order to go with the world's most expensive fries? How about the world's most expensive burger, also available at the same restaurant at $400 a pop? Or the world's most expensive sundae, which is a steal at $1,360. I reckon I could get a whole lot more than one measly serve of chips for that kind of money at my local fish and chip shop. 
animal kingdom. They say that dogs are a man's and a woman's best friend. Well, never has this proven to be more true than in the country of Iraq right now, where a team of clever sniffer dogs with extra powerful snouts have been saving lives by helping to clear landmines. Every day, they go out on very, very long leashes with their well-trained noses to the ground. They stop and sit and wag their tails excitedly when they come across a landmine. And that's when the humans get involved and carefully, very carefully, dig up what the dog has detected. It's a mine, a deadly explosive device that was hidden beneath the dirt four years previously. Mines are used in a lot of wars and can be devastating. Even after a war is over, the mines remain underground like little time bombs just waiting to go off if someone steps on them. Iraq has seen a lot of war and a lot of mines over the last 40 years, and the poor patrol moves a lot faster than humans can with metal detectors. In the last year, they've found 3,540 landmines and other explosives. That is a lot of lives saved. Someone give those dogs a bone. Squeeze Kids salutes. Look, we love anyone here at Squiz Kids who's out there giving it a go. Some things that might look utterly crazy at first glance should nevertheless be celebrated for the fact that someone is at least out there having a go. Which brings us neatly to Razor Bellucci, or Florida Man, as he's known in his home country of the USA, whose attempt this week to run 1,600 kilometres on the sea in a floating wheel north from Miami to New York failed when tides and wind pushed him to the south. Florida Man said he was doing it to raise money for charity and to show kids that anything you put your mind to is possible. Provided, of course, the winds and tides cooperate. I've stuck a link to photos of the impressive floating wheel in today's episode notes. It's quite elaborate. Squiz Kids salutes you, Florida man. Keep on striving. Time for the Squiz. This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one. With which swimming stroke did Aussie Kaylee McEwen win her gold medal yesterday? That's right, it was backstroke. Question number two. Which animals and their super snouts are helping to clear landmines in Iraq? Yeah, they're dogs. Question number three. Which crispy, crunchy treat is being sprinkled with gold dust in a New York restaurant? Yeah, they're fries. Shout outs. It's July 28, birthday of celebrated children's author Beatrix Potter. She of Peter Rabbit and Jemima Puddleduck fame. And it's also the birthday of the humble hamburger, invented on this day 121 years ago. Mmm, hamburgers. It's also a special day for these squiz kids celebrating a birthday today. Candace from Oran Park, Wyatt from Cannon Hill, Ciara from The Gap, Pabby from Cronulla, Kiara from Melrose Park, and Bumika from DY. 
And belated birthday shout-outs today go to Julia and Liam from Abbotsford, Jonty from Wallara, Amelia from Stanmore, Tanvi from Mount Cola, and Yasmin from Spring Farm. Plus, because so many of us are in lockdown around the country, we're sending out home learning herograms. And today's herograms go to Class 56J and Mr. Ryan at Mascot Public School. Your classmate Satya really misses seeing you all. Also, to Avery in Class 23 at Victoria Avenue Public School. Your mum says you and all your classmates are being total legends with homeschooling. And Mrs. Smith and Class 45S from Stockton Public School, who are not homeschooling, but want to send positive, stay strong vibes to all the students learning from home in lockdown. Well, isn't that nice? And not forgetting, of course, a few classroom shout outs to those of you not in lockdown. To all the students at Beckham Public School. To Mrs. Cayley and Ms. Kelly's class at Geraldton Grammar School to Mr O'Rourke and Class 6 Blue at St Edmunds College, and finally, a special shout-out across the ditch to Ms Quinn and Year 2 at Seton School in Wellington, New Zealand. Lovely to have you listening. Don't forget, if you've got a birthday coming up and you want a shout-out, or if you're after a classroom shout-out, or if you'd like to send a home-learning herogram, drop us a line at squizkids at Well, that's all we have time for. Thanks for listening to Squiz Kids today. We'll be back again tomorrow. In the meantime, get out there and have a most excellent day. Over and out. Squiz Kids is proudly supported by the Judith Nielsen Institute for Journalism and Ideas. It's your daily news fix. Fun. Free. Fresh.